Hey everybody, um, this is Pastor Hicks with the Sunday Recap. Thank you so much for tuning in um, to us one more time. Um, we have spent some time together, I know it's been a while, we've spent some time together um, talking about the series, sermon series on a season of change. Um, and I've had a chance to talk to some of our listeners and they spoke on wanting to hear real life examples um, of folks who are going through um, what we preach about in our sermons. So in the next couple of episodes, I'll be doing interviews with folks who have experienced a season of change um, in a positive manner. Um, and I just want them to share their stories and what God has done in their lives. So our first person, our first guest, um, our first uh, entrepreneur uh, is Ms. Tara Aldridge. Um, she is the CEO of EOC, Educators on Call. Um, a good friend of ours, good friend of the podcast, a listener. Um, so I reached out to her. Her story is amazing, and I can't wait for her to share it with you. Um, so before I get, before I go any further, I'm going to let Miss Aldridge tell her a little, tell you a little bit about herself, and then we'll go into some questions, and then we'll take it from there. Tara, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, first, let me just say thank you for having me. Um, you know, you stated that we've been friends for quite some time as uh, fellow educators and brother and sister in Christ. So I thank you for the opportunity to, to share my story. Um, don't make me laugh, please. Um, so a little bit about who I am uh, as an African-American woman, uh, graduated from college, undergraduate with a business degree, and discovered my love for education um, and transitioned to uh, ed to getting my master's degree in education, excuse right, me, right. Um, which led me to working in a couple different arenas, a couple of different grades and a couple of different environments, private school, African-American owned, mm -hmm. um, suburban school district and urban charter school. Mm. Um, so kind of ran the gamut of uh, grades from preschool to um, like ninth grade as far as classroom instruction and a brief turn as an administrative, uh, I mean assistant principal, excuse mm -hmm. me, um, in the charter school network. And it was through that lens uh, where I observed uh, what I'm doing now as a substitute um, teaching agency uh, where I discovered that there were some things that could be improved upon, whereas the agencies that we were dealing with were run and operated by those that weren't from education. Mm. And so they didn't have that lens of what was really needed in the classroom. And so through discussion with one of my colleagues, you know, we laughed about, well, you know, when we leave here or when we retire, we're going to partner to open a substitute teaching agency. Right. And I wrote it down in one of my journals with a couple of other things of what I would do in my next phase. Um, and so after working in the uh, charter school environment, which as you may or may not know, we work by yearly contract. And mm -hmm. so a year came up where we were working under a new principal and for whatever reason my contract did not get renewed. There wasn't a lot of explanation as to why, um, but I now know that God just forced me out of what I wasn't yeah. supposed to stay in in the first place. Um, <clears throat> and had the opportunity to uh, spend some time before the school year had even ended to 
determine what I wanted to do next. Do I want to look for another assistant principal job? I was offered many letters of recommendation to do so, but I did not apply to one position um, because I felt like my power was under someone else's control and I, other than God's, and I could not allow that to continue um, because I knew my worth and I knew the work that I put into being the professional um, that I knew I was at that building. And so I took it upon myself to discuss with my family. Do you want me to pause? Yeah. Okay. Because I, 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 okay. I want to stop you right there and just throw in a question. Yes, sir. Um, so you're, 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 you're delving into your dreams and your plans. Mm -hmm. um, you're delving into the season of change that you're about to embark upon. Um, I want you to share with our listeners, like, was this always the plan? Was it always the plan to be an entrepreneur or did things change? And the biblical tie-in is the people um, of God wanted to get out of Egypt um, and they had some detours along the way and they ended up in the promised land. Some folks just wanted to get out. Um, some folks bickered and wanted to go back. Um, so when we go into a season of change or a new season, um, it, sometimes it's not always what we think it's going to be when we first start out. Sometimes we have to get exposed to things mm -hmm. to figure out, oh, this is what I want. So how did that change happen for you from working for someone to now being your own boss and being your own boss and still in that educational mindset? Well, it's a totally different experience, but during my time as a teacher, I always had a side hustle. Mm -hmm. um, so there was always, I was either tutoring, I had Aldrich Educational Services where I was tutoring students and I had an EIN number, like I had a re legit mm -hmm. registered business okay, okay. that if I had made enough money off of it, I would have been paying taxes on it. Okay. Um, I ran a summer camp for a couple of seasons um, with a colleague. Okay. So I always had something else going on. I did travel for a little while, which I'm actually still doing. Um, remember, I actually booked your honeymoon. Right, right, right. Yeah, right on, brother. Um, and hey, so <laughs> I always had something else going on. But to yeah. do it full time, mm. it's a totally different mm. experience. Um, because now the everything falls on you. Right. Every penny that comes into the house is based on the efforts that you put into your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people on the outside look like, wow, you got it going on, you're doing a lot of things. And it's like, yeah, I am doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of things going on. Right. I don't really have it going on. Mm -hmm. My business is doing well, but the money that the business is earning mostly is going back into the, the business. business. Right. Um, Long-term investment. Right. right. So you got to work really hard and put a lot of time in. Um, mm -hmm. And especially in the early years, like right now, we're in year seven. Um, so, you know, grace be to God that we yeah. were able to get through those first few years because you always hear, oh, uh, most new businesses fail within the first three years mm -hmm. or first five years, mm -hmm. or, you know. Um, and so that's a scary thing to put on a person. But when you know what you know, right. when you know that God has ordered your steps yeah. to do something, those things don't scare you. Because I can't imagine doing anything else. Mm. Like going back into working for somebody else yeah. is not an option for me. Like, I can't, I can't live that way any longer. And so I know that this season of change was definitely a move of God, just the way it played itself out. Mm. Um, like I said, my contract didn't get renewed in May, um, but they allowed me to stay home and get paid for the rest of the year. Amen. And if I wanted to look for another job, yeah, they yeah. had letters and all of that ready. So okay. through the end of... June into July, I was still getting paid, mm. trying to determine what I wanted to do. So through conversation with my family and my children and deciding, do I go get another job for that sense of security? 
or do I jump out on faith out, and yeah. do what I had written down in a journal a year before? Um, and resoundingly, my children were like, go for it, mom, do it, just do it. Go so, <laughs> so yes, a perfect segue, because yeah. I was going to ask you next. Um, what things did you have to settle in your mind or come to grips with before your journey began into this new season? I know it's because I, I mean, we're, we're both in education um, and you mentioned working for someone and you also mentioned the weight of being an entrepreneur, even in a new season, people saying, oh, you got it going on, but it's on you um, and moving from what what is comfortable to that, that uncomfortability of stepping out. Like, what did you have to get straight on with Tara and the Lord before you step out into the Jordan right. River? Um, there was a lot of prayer and a lot mm. of meditation. Before I even talked to my kids, I, it was just between me and God. Mm. Um, and it, I kept returning to that journal where I had that list of three things that I wrote. Um, the subject line, what I would do if I wasn't teaching, if I wasn't um, you know, working in a school, and it was on a travel agency, on a substitute teaching agency, and I can't remember what the third thing is. Like mm. It's just gone from my memory. Mm. Um, but I kept going back to that list and just in prayer with, is this really you, mm. Lord? Is this what you want for me? Is this what you want me to do? Um, and my mind kept returning to conversations that I had with the owners of the other other agencies and how uh, they would send people that were just like sitting at the desk while kids were just running around just un in unsafe conditions and um, just seeing that and knowing that the perspective really needs to come from someone that has been in the classroom um, that we could prepare our substitutes for what the expectation is and hold them accountable to it um, and my years of teacher coaching was right. relevant um, to that and so as I looked back over my life I saw that everything that I had done kind of created the perfect storm for this mm. I had an undergraduate degree in business and marketing um, I had a master's degree in education some certifications and um, other other things that were education related mm -hmm. um, and so the, it was like the best of both worlds coming together mm -hmm. with that business acumen and the education acumen um, coming together was I completely 100% confident about it no but I knew who had my back and mm -hmm. I knew that God had my back yeah so I retired mm -hmm. from the the retirement system I took that money and I invested in educators on call like when I say I took a leap I took a, a leap, leap with yeah. my money mm. so the last few years I'm rebuilding my retirement that I had created 20 some years mm. of service in school the school district, setting right. you're right um, so there was no turning back right wow what because what you just said, just because now you sent me on this, a different segue. Okay. So, so, what what's your word to someone listening, um, someone considering the leap of faith, um, someone who knows what God has told them, and they're they're still on the on the fence about stepping out into the Jordan, stepping out in the Red Sea, however you want to handle that analogy biblically, but they're still on the fence about doing what it is that they believe God has called them to do. They've journaled. They prayed, but it's almost as if 
in a double dutch situation they're waiting to jump into the ropes um and they just haven't they haven't just made the commitment because there are quite a few of our listeners who are there i mean they're gifted they're talented they're blessed by god they can talk over different venues cross-culturally and they're they're ready but there's still that hesitancy Mm -hmm. for someone who's on the other side of this thing um what is what is your word what is your word to them um fear is not of god Mm -hmm. and so that hesitancy is just fear if you know in your heart that you are gifted in something and you know in your heart that god laid it there to do something with that then you're not using your gifts accordingly Mm. um and yes scary when you you know you're used to a paycheck coming but again that paycheck could be gone at any moment it's not guaranteed it's not promised um, so if there is something that you know you should be doing, even just start. Mm. Start somewhere. Start small if you have to start small until you build your confidence in it. Mm. But don't just let it sit there because it won't get done by anybody else on the planet mm. if it's yours, if it's for you. Um, and you have, to, you have to have that level of faith to know that if it's been laid on your heart, then it is your responsibility to move forward in it. And God's just waiting for you. To jump. To jump. He's waiting for you. He's going to catch you. He's waiting for you. Amen. We Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. <laughs> Sister Aldridge. <laughs> um, we, we did a, a sermon uh, not too long ago called Handling a Hard Season. I mean, often mm-hmm. we, equate, we, we equate a new season with what is enjoyable. But oftentimes, new seasons can be ones that are trying to test our faith. Um, so we, and we, that handling the hard season is out of Isaiah 38, 10 to 20, um, where Hezekiah had to deal with the fact that it was his time to go through. So my question for you is, how have you handled or how are you handling um, a hard season in your life? Mm-hmm. And how was your faith affected by a season that was trying? So we've had windows of time where funds were extremely low and um, I wasn't sure how we were going to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to stay open for the next school year, real talk. Um, there's been times where I personally wouldn't pay myself because mm-hmm. I needed to make sure my staff was paid um, and I would just put it on hold. But in every single situation where we were feeling, I was feeling, my eye more than my team was feeling the lack of finances, God showed up every single time. Usually it was in the 11th hour, but it always came through. Um, And so there there would be points where I would be at my desk in tears, like I don't know what we're going to do and how we're going to get through this. because there's, oh, oh, somebody owed us some money, or I will have to borrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't sure if it was going to come through. And my daughter would say, Mom, you know God always has us. Like, it, not a time in seven years have we had to tell our staff, I can't pay you, or we can't go on to the next school year. Every single time. Mm-hmm. But it's in the moments when you're in expectancy you're that yeah. it causes high anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... 
my faith doesn't waver per se. Like I don't be- believe, but sometimes you just don't know when. It's like God, I need you to come yeah. on now because yeah. yeah, you know we got these bills to pay. Right, I got right, this office I got right, to pay for. I got right. these people to pay for, and I'm right. looking at my bank account and it's not matching what right. is expected. Mm. Um, but then something comes through. Um, either because I've moved on something, I've reached out. Um, one one year, through the advisement of someone, um, they had me apply for an SBA loan. And I was like, I don't think I should do it right now because it's close to the summertime, months where we don't have teachers out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, it's only going to take about six weeks. This was in April. Mm-hmm. Well, by June, it still was going back and forth in the process. So I had to borrow from Peter, Paul, and Mary mm-hmm. to keep us afloat. The money came through like September 30th. We had gone through months, mm-hmm. um, but it came through, mm-hmm. and it came through big. Um, and Amen. so it did get approved, and it happened, but I had a lot of people to pay back. But we're still here in all of that. We're still here. We're doing what we do, but there, there are moments in being a business owner where you're not, you're not sure where, where it's going to come through, especially when you, when you grow to a certain point. When we first started our first year, it was mad crazy growth. Mm-hmm. We started off in September or August like with two schools, and we had maybe eight subs. Mm-hmm. By the end of the year, we were up to like 20. Right. You know, like it was just quick, 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 quick. And so during that time, I'm also taking advantage of opportunities to learn all I can about being an entrepreneur. So I put myself in organizations um, for female business owners that helped me make sure that my business plan was... Um, strong and that I was making good contacts and that my contracts were in order Mm. Um, and just learning those those sides of being a business owner that you don't necessarily think about Um, making sure that your contracts are legally binding and and accurate so that you don't have any risk involved making sure that your insurance is in order do you have workman's comp Mm. like all of these things that Mm. you don't think about until you have to think about it being a good steward right yeah right um, and so those things have allowed me to continue to grow and allow the company to um, continue to grow um, because I continue to learn and make sure that we are operating um, ethically, um, sound, um, and just respecting the communities that we're in. Where did, and you may have answered this um, so at the risk of sounding redundant. Where did you find your hope again? Like you, you talked about the eleventh hour, and if, even if you have to repeat that story, but right, because from a season of trying, there's a place of, like you said, unsure. Um, but after we've been through a season with God, it's almost as if now we have an expectation of Him showing up. So there is a place of the resurgence of your hope getting mm-hmm. getting bigger. So, mm-hmm. so what was that? What was that moment for you? Um, if I go back to um, right before when I was deciding what to do. Um, that first moment of not getting my contract renewed was like a kick in the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, that really made me start to question, well, who am I as an educator if these people didn't value my work there? Um, and is that something that I should do or should I just go get a job at the Walmart and keep it pushing? Um, but that voice inside of me, my spirit was like, no, nah, girl, that's not it. Mm. That's not it. That wasn't where, that wasn't your place mm. for a long time. That was for you to see what you needed to see and then go do this. Um, and so when you, when you 
as a believer, when you stay in tuned with the Holy yeah. Spirit, it'll tell you, it'll guide you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though in those moments of being unsettled, there was no doubt that God's promise was going to stand um, because I knew what I was told to do. I knew what I was promised by him. Um, and so I didn't doubt it. I just didn't know right away where to look for what I needed because, you know, God needs us to act on, 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 on his on promise faith, as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I had to just keep searching for the answer to what I needed. And it, and it always, it comes through every time. Mm. And so after a while you, you, mm. the anxiety is less and less when you have those moments right. because you already know how to operate through it. Your After trust is there. More more. Right. Your faith yeah. is there. Your trust is there. And so you don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Well, Sister Aldridge and she are, she is a sister beloved. That's why you hear us laughing in the background. Um thank you for your time. Um this this last set of questions is um really for you to let us know um, a little bit more about your business, um, put it out there okay. um, so that anyone listening who is looking uh, for your services can, can know how to contact you. So the final questions are this, what's next for you? Okay. Um, how are you handling God's anointing over your life in this season? Um, and the last thing, and you've already done it, but just one more time, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to anyone in a season of change? So what, what is next for me? Um, educators on call, we're still growing it. We're still a locally based um, educational staffing agency. And so we're looking to uh, enter other markets, other states and other school structures. Right now we're servicing charter schools, but looking to um, gain contracts with maybe some small school districts that we can manage. Mm. Um, we recently launched Tutors on Call, which is an online um, tutoring service. Mm, okay. Um, so we are marketing that. Um, you can contact us at info at tutorsoncall.us okay. um, for more information. But um, we are servicing um, students in grades 4 through 12 um, with math, reading, and science for right now. And um, are looking to, to grow that company as well. Um, Real quick, how would, yes. how, do they con- how would they contact you for educators on call? Which, oh, what's okay. Your- um, EOC mail at educatorsoncall.org. Okay. Um, be best way to contact us if you know of anybody that is looking to um, enter the substitute staffing field. We are always recruiting, um, looking to grow our pool. Um, and then, what was the last question? You're, you're also on Facebook and Instagram, right? Yes, Educators on Call and Tutors on Call are both on Facebook and Instagram cool. by those names. Cool. Um, so uh, you can find us there. How are you handling um, this this season, this, this seasons of God, this season of God's anointing over your life? Because it's clear um, that He has His hand on you, has His hand on your business, um, seven years strong and going. Um, so, how are you handling this this season? Um, and finally, what advice would you give to anyone in a season of change? Um, well, right now, my current change is that my son is in college, out oh. of the house. And so that you know, yeah. it's not an all moment, actually. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it. Um, and what? so the adjustment of him being away it was challenging at first, but right. I have adapted to it. Mm. Um, and so just the, the freedom, freedom of um, not having as much mommy duty 
mm-hmm. has allowed me to focus more um, on the business, but also on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that self-care piece is really major. So um, allowing me to you know, spend more time in the Word, spend mm-hmm. more time um, developing just me going to the gym yeah. um, just resting yes you know and being yes. able to sleep not waiting for the door to unlock because as a mom with a teenager Wait, you don't sleep until they right. come home right you sleep with one eye open until they come in the house mm-hmm. and so now when I shut it down I shut it down I can go upstairs and really rest mm-hmm. completely um, so that has been uh, an interesting transition that um, I didn't expect it to get as comfortable as quickly as it did because it was hard because we, it's just been he and I for so long um, that it was hard at first, but it only took a few weeks. Okay, <laughs> to adjust. Um, but as far as the season of change for the business is concerned, it's just applying new ideas and strategies, and I have an awesome team um, working with me to grow our company, and so we are just infusing a lot of new things to make it as appealing as possible to those that want to come work for us and for those that um, want to contract with us. Um, we've been, it, it's really crazy right now. The last, I say two months, we've gotten so many inquiries from schools. Mm. We've had to turn them away because our staffing, we need more staff. Mm. We're like, Jesus, what you doing? Yeah. Okay, send the people then, Lord. Send the people because you're sending the schools. Mm. But we need the people. There is um, a need. To get a capacity. So we yeah. are working on ways to um, to grow that. So right now it's all about strategy. Okay. It's all about strategy. Did I answer the last question? And the, the advice. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I just say it's all about your faith and just believing that your gift is for a purpose. Mm. And um, I can just attest to so many other entrepreneurs that once they start operating in their gifts, the doors open like floodgates. Um, and so just don't be resistant to it. Don't be afraid. Um, just be faithful and just listen to that voice inside of you because it will never steer you wrong. Mm. Tara, thank you. Um, Ms. Aldridge, thank you uh, for coming Tara's out. <laughs> thank you um, for sharing. Uh, I pray that this podcast is a blessing um, to all those who hear it. Um, this is just the first in a series of interviews I'm going to do um, to bring some practical application um, to the word um, to uh, everyone who's in and we all are in a season of change in one way Mm -hmm. or another so stay tuned Um, thank you for tuning in to Sunday Recap and you'll hear from us really soon take care God bless